Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My sophomore year, I'm here at Arizona, and Coach Olsen had a tradition of always getting us together the night before the game. So we go out to eat. Guys, we're going to go see a movie tonight as a team. So we go to the theater, the Loft Theater, used to be right here on Broadway, and we're going to go watch this movie, Hoop Dreams. So we all sit down, and we start watching this movie about these two kids from Chicago. And I had heard of one of the kids, and I'm like, yeah, I'm from Illinois. I know those kids. And as the movie kept going, I'm like, wait a minute. That's me. That's me. <laughs> we played them fools. So I'm all in the movie blocking his shot and they, they end up beating us. But that's how I found out I was in the movie Hoop Dreams. Yo, it's Noah. It's T-Mac. We in the desert with it, but we still on island time. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, thank you for tuning back in. If you haven't checked out our previous episodes yet, go ahead and check it out on iHeartRadio or on Up On Game Network on YouTube. But, First, oh, wait. <laughs> before, my bad, my, before, my bad. Before Throw we on. jump into this episode, we got a few announcements. Announcements? Nah, just, just a little shout outs. Shout out to our, uh, our title sponsor, uh, Crest Insurance, for your home, auto, or business. Make sure you t- uh, turn to the team at Crest Insurance. Another sponsor, uh, ATL Wings, host. Uh, ATL Wings is a family owned and operated business. We started in Chandler, Arizona in 2012. The original owners, Mike and Sienna Kersey, established the company with the goal of defining how wings should be made and served. Investor Timothy Williams saw the vision, believed in it, and bought in. He is currently one of several franchise owners in the rapidly growing company. Fun fact, ATL stands for All the Love, L-U-V. <laughs> uh, this is a special episode for us because uh, not only are we here at ATL Wings on East Broadway, but uh, we also have some special guests that we'll get into in a little bit. But first... Let's dive right into it. Uh, we got another special guest with us, Mr. Corey Williams. Uh, he is currently the, the Director of Marketing and Advertising at Crest Insurance, which is our title sponsor. 
and he's also a former U of University of Arizona basketball player and a current college basketball analyst. So uh, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, if you could just tell us a little history about yourself so that the listeners can get like a little. Oh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, man, a little history of myself. Uh, came to University of Arizona in 1992, played for the great Hall of Fame coach, Lute Olson. Played from 92 to 96. We won a couple conference, we won three conference titles and we went to the final four in 1994. Uh, after that, I played professional uh, basketball for about 12 years in Europe. Retired, came back to Tucson and started working at Crest Insurance as an insurance broker. Um, started a couple of basketball summer leagues and camps for the kids. And for the last 10 years, I've been working for ESPN as well as a college basketball analyst. So I try to stay busy. Yes, sir. So before we get into all the Crest Insurance and all that stuff, and we appreciate you guys sponsoring this, uh, helping us out. But University of Arizona, uh, obviously you say you played for Lou Olson. How was, how was, how was obviously uh, today at least, we're known for our basketball. And uh, football is kind of on the, on the come up. But um, word on the street is Lou, when Lou Olson first got to U of A, uh, you guys are kind of where football is right now. No question about it. You know, Coach Olson was a great coach. Um, much like what you're doing right now with Coach Fish is changing the culture. When I was being recruited by the University of Arizona, they were winning 80% of their games. They had Steve Kerr, they had Sean Elliott, they had gone to a Final Four, Kenny Lofton, who played in the major league in the major leagues for a number of years. The program was just great. I wanted to be a part of it. I lived in Illinois and I used to watch Arizona on TV. You know, every Saturday or Sunday on ABC, watching them play UCLA, tons of great players. So as a kid growing up in Illinois, I could have went to any Big Ten school. But man, Coach Olson and his staff reached out and uh, they were already winning. And I wanted to be a part of a program that was winning. McHale Center was sold out. It was mm. the loudest arena in the country. Mm. You could hear how loud the crowd was through the television. And I was like, man if I got a chance to go and yeah. to be honest with you my two schools were Duke and Arizona Ooh, and I ended sick. up coming to Arizona Ooh. so you know it was just a great atmosphere and then when I got to Tucson you know coach Olson was such a great guy he was so well respected he was kind of like a rock star around town people would stop yeah. him and want his autograph <laughs> and he did some commercials on TV but most importantly the way he carried himself the way he dressed he was like a celebrity and just being in his program and, and being a part of Arizona basketball at that time, it, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, you, you said Duke and Arizona was your top two schools, so yes. I'm assuming that you was a highly recruited uh, high school basketball player? Yeah, I was the third team All-American back in 92 oh, coming out. Well, you guys weren't around then. So this was a long time <laughs> yeah. ago, so I don't blame you guys for not yeah. knowing it. But yeah, I was a pretty good basketball player. I was recruited by a lot of schools. And, um, you know, back then, recruiting was just the same way it is now. But mm. it was a little bit different in the fact that it was more face-to-face. -face. They'd come watch you play. Um, the internet wasn't really a yeah. big thing back then. Yeah. Text messaging wasn't a thing back then. So coaches would come to your high school. They'd talk to your high school coach. They'd talk to your family, your parents. They'd even talk to the coaches that coached against you and the players that played against you. Because back then, there wasn't a lot of transferring. So when you signed a kid, it was for four oh, years. Yeah. So you That's really true. had to do your research. And I'll never forget coming to my high school game and uh, looking up in the stands and there's Coach Olsen in his white hair and everybody in my little town was flipping out because he actually came to our little town, 13,000 people, and he came in to just recruit me. So recruiting was, was definitely a lot different, a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of what, what was going on. Yeah, so uh, we're on our street is you was, uh, you was on a nationally ranked high school AAU team, basketball team. Yes and no. No? Well, the truth is, I never played AAU basketball. AAU basketball really wasn't a thing back in the, in, the, in the early, late 80s, early 90s. I played on my high school team. 
So we were a decent team, but what was crazy about our team was we lived in a small farm town, only 13,000 people. We really couldn't practice with the basketball team till the football team finished because most of our players were on the football team. Our point guard was the quarterback, <laughs> our power forward was the tight end, and our center was one of the linemen. So we'd start basketball practice and half our team still finishing up with football. So we had a ragtag bunch of guys. There were two guys on the team, myself and another guy, Lamar Justice, who went on to play at Notre Dame. But we were not a typical basketball team. Mm -hmm. But what ended up happening was my junior year, um, we just caught fire. And we started knocking off all the top teams in Chicago, in the city, oh, the big okay. city league teams. Yeah. Then we ended up getting into the state tournament. We knocked off the number two team uh, in the state. Sure. And then we ended up going downstate to the state tournament. So it was really like a Cinderella type yeah. situation, a bunch yeah. of regular Joes knocking off all these guys. And, you know, guys like Juwan Howard was playing in Chicago. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of great players. But high school basketball, the game's only 32 minutes long. It's four, eight-minute quarters. And if you get hot, it's it. Yeah. You know? So we were able to knock off a lot of teams. And um, what we didn't know at the time was one of the teams we faced in the state tournament uh, one of the players on that team was being followed by a crew that was shooting a documentary. They were shooting a documentary on some of the high school players in Chicago. His team had advanced to the state tournament and they were playing us. So, of course, they were filming that game, mm -hmm. which we ended up losing. That's how our season ended in the Elite Eight tournament downstate. So, <clears throat> funny story, they're shooting the documentary following these two kids and their careers. We end up playing one of the kids in the state tournament and then they make this movie out of it called Hoop Dreams. I didn't, we didn't even know. So my sophomore year, I'm here at Arizona and Coach Olsen had a tradition of always getting us together the night before the game. So we go out to eat. Guys, we're gonna go see a movie tonight as a team. So we go to the theater, the Loft Theater, used to be right here on Broadway. And we're gonna go watch this movie, Hoop Dreams. So we all sit down and we start watching this movie about these two kids from Chicago. And I had heard of one of the kids and I'm like, yeah, I'm from Illinois, I know those kids. And as the movie kept going, I'm like, wait a minute. That's me. That's me. <laughs> we played them fools. So I'm all in the movie blocking his shot and they, they end up beating us. But that's how I found out I was in the movie Hoop Dreams. Uh, Arthur Agee's team from Marshall plays Batavia in the state tournament. And they barely beat us and it's, it's, it still makes me mad to this day. But it's a good movie. It's a real good movie. Where can we watch that? I'm trying Hoop to watch Dreams, you could, I think it's on HBO Max. You can stream it. Oh, HBO Max, thing. yeah. Oh. And it's, it's a really interesting story because oh. these are the two hottest young kids in Chicago. And they've got dreams of the NBA. One of them gets sidetracked with injuries and he just never is the same player. Um, Arthur Agee has a great career in high school, goes Juco, doesn't pan out. And that's the whole reality of the movie. It's like it doesn't always happen for everybody. And it was so gritty and so raw that people, when they watch a documentary, they're like, yeah, that's how it goes in high school. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's awesome. That's now, good. so when you guys, when you were at the U of A, you, you mentioned that you guys were going Sweet 16, Final Four. Well, the football team was good that time, too? Heck yeah, we had the best football team in the country. <laughs> so, so two Desert Storm, rocking. yes, oh, Teddy Bruschi, Brandon Sanders, that was our oh, era. Uh. So it was crazy because up until then, the football team was kind of average and we were the hot shots in town. Yeah. And then one year, Dick Coach told me he was a great football coach, we had a defense that literally looked like NFL players. Like we were beating teams 10 to three, 13 to nothing, like you couldn't score on us. We had all the best defensive players in the country. Desert Storm, Kelvin Ethan was a member of that team. That was my era. And I remember going to the football stadium and for the first time in a long time, you had to like hope you could get tickets. They were that good. So Sean Harris, you got to look up Desert Storm in the 90s. They were on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated said Arizona was the number one football team in the country that year. And literally, most of that defense went to the NFL. Those guys were unbelievable. Like Teddy Bruschi, yeah. all the fame he had with the Patriots, it started at Arizona. They had some big-time football players. And, you know, I'll be honest, as a Hooper, we was kind of jealous. You know, we was <laughs> like, ah, oh, what about us? And they was like, ah, oh, it's about football. So for two or three years, uh, the football program was outstanding. Um, they won a lot of games. And I just remember um, <clears throat> when the football season started, it's August and it's hot, and you have a 2 o'clock yeah. game. And nobody wants to go sit in that sun with those hot aluminum bleachers. And 
But we would go for that for those guys. But you didn't want to miss the football games because they were unbelievable. Yeah, so we have a lot of followers. I mean, we got some followers on two, uh, from Tucson. So can you speak on the? They always say it's a college town. Yeah. And you you see it at the basketball games, but not really at the football games right now. Obviously, we're trying to change that. But can you can you vouch for? for oh, Tucson? there's no question about it. I mean, Tucson's a very big little town. It's a little town, and the fact that everybody uh, follows the university, they love the U of A. Um, they are invested in the school, the school, the university. Um, the Air Force Base, yeah. it's kind of the two major driving things in the economy out here. But when you talk about U of A athletics and you live in Tucson, this is what Tucson's known for. You can go anywhere in the country. You can be in New York. You can be in Seattle. If you see somebody wearing that Block A, yeah. that yeah. means something. Yeah. So the people love to rep Tucson no That's matter right. where it is. Yeah. So you're going to see as the season progresses, you'll be around town and some people will speak to you and just say, hey, man, great game. Or they'll just say hello. But uh, what's, cute, what's unique about Arizona as a university, and I tell this to people all the time, I've, I've gone up and down the Pac-12, I've seen all the schools. The major difference between Arizona and Tucson and other schools is that our fans actually, they're the reason the programs do well because they won't mm. accept poor play. <laughs> if you don't get it done, they want you to get out of yeah. here, get us a new coach, get us a new player. The fans demand a great product and they're always willing to support it if they, if they see the effort. I go to other schools, like I go to a basketball game at Stanford, they have 500 people in the gym for basketball mm. because the people don't care. Stanford's not yeah. really a basketball yeah, school. I mean, it is, true. but you know, the community doesn't have that vested interest. At Arizona, everybody's watching, everybody's listening. And um, you know, whether it's basketball, football, women's softball, Idea Barnes with the women's basketball program, this group of people in Pima County, in the city of Tucson, Arizona is what we are, and it goes back mm. to the Coach Olsen era, and you guys will get a good taste of it once the mm. season starts. Um, it's a fan base that really, really takes pride in the teams. So, and they're very knowledgeable, too. They know their yeah. sports. Yeah, they do. Some of the people online, the message boards, they don't know what they're talking about. But the average fan that's been watching, they know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah I mean, speaking of fans, I mean, you said it yourself. You said that the McHale Arena was the craziest arena in college basketball at the time. Just... We, we've never played an official football game at Arizona yet, so just explain to us, like, your first, your first game in the McHale Arena and how, how the fans. It, for the first game in McHale Center, I mean, I was a freshman, so I was getting in at the end of the blowout. So the game, we were already won. We were up 25, and Coach yeah. puts me in. But it was so crazy because I played in a very small town where everybody was basketball crazy. We had 2,000 people at our games in high school. So me coming to play at McHale Center, I was already used to loud crowds and intense atmospheres just because I was fortunate enough to come from Illinois, which is a basketball state, and play at a little farm town where everybody loved basketball. But the thing that made McHale Center different is when everything you do is met with cheers, like you block a shot and they yeah. cheer, you make yeah. a free throw and they cheer, you steal the ball and they cheer. It just gives you this adrenaline boost and you really feel invincible. It's like, it's a home game. Y'all have no mm -hmm. chance to beat us. Do you hear our crowd? <laughs> like, and the thing is when you're a young person and you're an athlete, that stuff matters. That atmosphere, it starts to feed on you. So, I mean, I go back and I look at newspaper clippings of our games, and we're all hype, and we're waving to the crowd, and you look in the background, and the players from UCLA are just staring at the floor, and they're all depressed because mm -hmm. it's an intense environment. Yeah. So it's like the fans here know that they can impact the game. So they love to yell and scream, and that's what makes it great. Yeah. You say you're from Illinois. I mean, me and, me and Noah, we're from Cali, so it's not that far from Arizona. Mm -hmm. But, like, speak about, uh, speak about your – your transition from Illinois to Arizona, what was that like? 
Well, it was it was it was a difficult transition at first that freshman year, first semester. You know, mom and dad are working and they're two thousand miles away, and you're by yourself, so you got to grow up really quick. And the other thing that the transition was difficult is because a lot of people don't understand this. When you go from high school to college, the sport that you've played just gets harder. So your freshman year, that's the hardest everything's ever been. Mm -hmm. The things you used to do don't work anymore. So you got to find new things. You got to develop. So now you got a player who's comfortable. They go far away from home. The thing they love all of a sudden is super hard and they got to find a way to power through. So the transition is, you know, staying positive, finding a good group of friends, sticking close with your coaches. My freshman year, there were days where I just wanted to quit. I wanted to transfer. I was like, man, this is ridiculous. I went from being third team All-American to playing two minutes a game as a freshman. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't getting no burn. I couldn't feel that I was getting better. Sophomore year, I started putting on weight. I got a three, three point jumper. I, my handle was nice. I could feel myself getting better. So I was like, okay, so I am making some progress. So you stick with it. But that transition is so mental because uh, a lot of guys, you know, things will happen and you can't really just turn around to coach or your mom or your dad or your homie because it's it's sports. You got to figure it out. So uh, mental toughness is the best thing I can tell people for that transition. Everybody's going to struggle. Everybody's going to have ups and downs. But I remember for me, I called home. I said, Dad, I made a mistake. I'm at Arizona. I'm not as good as these guys. I mean, we had like eight NBA guys on our team. So I wasn't going to get any playing time. Like the dudes on our team, we sent three or four guys to the draft every year at Arizona back then. So I called him. I said, I think I messed up. I'm not going to get any playing time. I want to transfer. And he was like, nah, you're not transferring. You picked that school. You're going to finish there. Those guys found a way to make it to the NBA, and they got two arms and two legs just like you, so figure it out. And I hated him for that. (laughs) But it was the best thing that ever happened to me because eventually I got better, and I played pro ball for 12 years. Mm. So got to stick with it. Yep. Okay. So, so I mean, we're here, we're here 20, 25 years later in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> Don't say that too loud. Um, <laughs> so what, what made you want to come back to Tucson? Well, you know, it was just interesting for me when I finally, um, I was playing overseas and I was coming back to Tucson in the summers. And then it got to the point where, okay, I got to buy a house. I need to, you know, have some place to live. And my buddies were all out here and college, you guys are going to find out the best years of your life. The friends you make, the experiences you have. It just, those are the friends you'll have for the rest of your life. So it was like, okay, do I go back to where I went to high school, where I know some people, but, or do I go to Tucson where I had so many great years, so much fun, some opportunities there for work and job, people know me. So for me, coming home to Tucson was an easy choice. Um, I was still playing overseas up until like 2007. And then when I retired, you know, I'd already had a house here. It was just about, okay, transitioning from sports to, you know, professional life. But Tucson was always great to me. I had a lot of fond memories. I got a ton of friends. You know, the president, Cody Ritchie at Crest Insurance. I met Cody when I was in college, when I had a summer job. I had a summer job at Crest Insurance. That's how I met those guys. So fast forward, when I'm done playing ball, he's like, hey, man, you should come over here and be an insurance broker. And you know how us athletes are. (laughs) We're like, man, all that. And then I went to lunch with him, and they showed us how much money we make. And I was like, well, maybe I can do it. Yeah. So what did you major in in college? I majored in political science. I was supposed to go to law school. So that oh, nothing shoot. to do with insurance. Nothing. Nah, because what happened was I was like, okay, if all else fails, I'm going to hoop for as long as I can, and then I'll go back to law school. Because being a student athlete, they got tons of money available for us to go yeah. to grad school. So I was like, I can go to law school for free pretty much, and I'll just go to grad school. But I kept hooping, and I kept making money, and then I got older and older and older. Now I'm 34 years old, and I was like, do I really want to go to law school, or do I just want to? And I was like, I'm doing okay, so I decided to, yeah. to not go back. 
So Cody Ritchie, he's the he's the CEO of Crest Insurance, right? Yeah. And Crest Insurance is based out of Tucson. Based here, yep. So Starting were they here. were they so you say you met them in college, were they big supporters of the basketball team? Absolutely. That's really? how it Ooh. happened. So Bob Mueller, it used an old agency called Mueller and Associates. Bob Mueller played basketball for U of A in the nineteen fifties. So he was an old school alum who as a favor, would give summer jobs to the current Wildcats. So every year, you know, Coach O would send over one or two guys who wanted a summer job, and I didn't know Bob, but Bob hired me, and I was working over there, and $7.25 an hour, they had me working in the insurance. I'll never forget, because I was like, man, $7.25? I thought that was a lot of money in 1994. So I was doing a summer job working at Mueller & Associates, and you know, um, they were all diehard U of A fans, and what's crazy is those guys knew me as a player on the U of A team. And three or four of those guys are still at the agency now. Wow. And you're talking about Arizona basketball mm. fans yeah. that have been watching Arizona basketball for 35, 40 years now. So did and you enjoy it when you were during that summer camp, summer stuff? It was all right, it was fun. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I really didn't know what I was doing, but they were great guys. And that's where I met Cody. He was a young producer at the time. So I'm playing overseas and he's moving up. And then when I retired, I came over. And it was funny because I came over in 2007 and about three years later, Cody went ahead and founded Crest Insurance and started that new agency from that, that original group. So, uh, yeah, we kind of grew up in the, in the industry together a little bit. What year was that? that was, uh, Crest was founded in 2010. I actually started in the insurance industry three years earlier in 2007 at a company called Mueller & Associates. Okay. And yeah, Bob Mueller was a great player in the 50s and a great guy. He, he was just like me. He came back to Tucson, started a business, and still supported the Cats. That's tight. That's tight. Now nah, we just want like, thank you for being here. We just want to thank Crest Insurance, oh, you, no Cody. No problem. For always supporting us. And for sure. Appreciate y'all. Everybody's excited, and we know we're going to get great things out of you guys. Looking forward to a great season. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Appreciate you. Solid. Thank you. Yep. Solid. <laughs> it's the final segment. We're going to end it off with a little special guest, franchise owner of ATL Wings, Timothy Williams. Just give us a little background. Let, let the fans know who you are. So, um, well, first, ATL Wings is a is a – Growing, pretty rapidly growing company in Arizona, founded by Mike and uh, Kiana Kirksey up in Phoenix and Chandler, actually, 2012. Uh, a lot of locations up there. There's three locations here in Tucson. My location is the one we're at right here uh, on East Broadway. So come on down, check us out. Um, I actually uh, bought into the company about a year, year and a half ago. I believed in the vision. I see where it's headed. And so, you know, I said, well, why not? You know, I'm not necessarily from the restaurant business. I'm actually from the investment world prior to this. And uh, it just like any other investment, I, you know, looked at it, ran the numbers, and it made sense. So first off, we appreciate you having us. We appreciate this opportunity. Obviously, you got a great setup here with this little patio on the inside. Tried the food, it's great. But uh, before, before 2012, you said you were in the, in, in the investment game, right? How did you end up meeting so well no they they were doing their thing I um, I started the investment world shortly after 2012 um, basically the other owner of the other location introduced me to them we had a dinner and really the dinner was about investing and I, I went up there to kind of tell them about what they could be doing with with the money that they were making their the other franchise owners what they could be doing and coming up with different strategies and plans and so along during that conversation, you know, that's when they started telling me about their vision and their numbers and things that they were doing. And so it kind of was like I was learning from them while they were learning from me. And so 
you know, it just, it, it, certain things happen. And I said, oh, you know, we'll see about it. It wasn't like I was trying to do a restaurant or anything like that. Yeah. Just, and so uh, I said, well, let me see if I can find the right location in Tucson, Arizona. Because that's, that's the, the tricky part. And um, as, as luck would have it, this location actually wasn't even available. But um, the gentleman that was running a, the restaurant prior to this one wanted to get out of the restaurant business. And just my timing just was perfect. You know, so he slid out, and I slid right in there. So you said you believed in my bad. You said you believed in it in 2000, around 2012. We're here in 2022 now. So this location's been been open for about a year and a half, right? Yep. Right a year and a half, yep. So what was before before that, a couple a couple years before that, what was happening? With me or just look? This just look. in general. Oh, so before that, I was a financial advisor at Edward Jones. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, you know, literally managed money. You know, so dip building strategies, you know, anything related to uh, people's goals, whether it be retirement or college or, you know, protecting their assets, all sorts of different, different things. Very difficult business, very difficult to um, grow your business um, in that arena. It's, it, nothing is handed to you. You got to go out and literally knock on doors in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> in a suit and tie. I mean, you got to grow it. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's very, it's really hard. So, you know, that kind of thing, that being forged by that fire and, and some of the other stuff that I did prior to, I think it kind of prepared me to be able to do this um, and also have find success uh, doing that. And now that this is running and is running really well, you know, it's like kind of looking at the next chapter. What am I going to do next? You know, the next thing, trying to build a legacy for my kids and, and, you know, the family, make sure that there's something that they could plug into and just kind of go from there. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you always been in Tucson? Or No, uh, so... My brother came here from uh, like outside of Chicago in, I want to say, 92. And then um, I came out shortly after that in 95. We both went back to Chicago right after that. And then 96, I basically came back. And I've been here ever since. And then, and then uh, the rest of the family, so my parents, my sister, my brother, everyone's here. We got, you know, kids, grandkids, like, you know, the... Everybody, yeah. everybody's here now. You know what I mean. So you know, pretty much a whole, a, a full-on relocation from the Chicago area to out here. So did you go to U uh, of A with him, or you just kind no? Of just so I was going school? to Southern Illinois University, and then uh, his, I want to say his ju- his senior year, my junior year, is when I transferred out here, and I went to Pima, and then after Pima, I just went to real estate. Okay, so yeah. why, why'd you stay in Arizona? What makes Arizona so special that you want to stay? Well, I made some really uh, good friends out here. Um, it's a lot different from, from the Midwest, obviously. Yeah. Everybody talks about the weather and whatnot. But then there's other advantages, um, you know, cost of living, opportunities. For somebody like me who, you know, is kind of a go-getter, the city was a little, it, it, it's, you know, Chicago, the Chicago area is full of people like me. You come from a different city like that to out here, you kind of have, it's almost like an, an unfair advantage, yeah. right? And so it makes it a lot easier to, um, to plug into different things and, and to make your way without that much adversity, mm-hmm. right? And so just having the upbringing that I have and, and the determination, you know, the work ethic that my mom and dad gave me, um, it just made it, it, you could tell it was, the, for me, I could just tell it was the right fit. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it has just enough, you know, just enough of what you need to keep you entertained. Um, I mean, primarily for families, you know, you could you can find good uh, school systems for your for your kids, school districts and whatnot for your kids. Younger generations, you got the whole downtown, which it was nothing like that when I first came here. Now it's thriving. And then for, you know, people my age, there's, you know, the, if you're into dining and casinos or hiking or yeah. whatever, you know, so a little bit for everybody. But then the, the real cool advantage, you got the airport and you got Phoenix. So if you want to go do something in a major city, you can always jump on a plane. Yeah, I, I mean, I see you ready for that uh, triple digit weather with that. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I get you. I get you. I got you. Nah, but, uh, uh, you was talking about managing money, how, what you did before. So speak, uh, speak on that business side. So this is something that y'all gonna want to definitely learn about, is because you guys are highly likely to run into a whole bunch of money pretty soon. Mm. 
So um, what you got to understand about the money management business is the first thing you got to understand is the person that's managing money is doing it to make money, right? That's not a bad thing. It's just their job. Like a plumber gets paid to plumb your toilet, a money manager, somebody, a financial advisor or whatever, agent, all these different people, they get paid to do their job. It's the ones that act like they're not getting paid you got to watch out for. So you want to know, you want to know up front, first of all, what they're being paid, right? And how they're being paid. And they're supposed to disclose that sort of thing. But you want a professional. You don't want somebody who, who kind of knows about this stuff or knows a guy or is getting advice from somebody and then trying to pass it on to you yeah. secondhand or whatever. Because what's lost in translation could cost you everything. And also somebody who's currently in the business as an advisor is going to get information on a daily basis that is, is going to make huge differences in what your you know investment decisions are going to be. But you, you, you don't want to... Uh, because there's a lot of people in, in athletes and, and musicians and just people in money in general that make decisions based on um, kind of hearsay and conspiracy theories and, oh, you don't, don't invest, don't use an accountant, don't, they're going to steal your money. And those stories happen, but a lot of times you dig into those stories, what actually happened is it wasn't an, a, a fully licensed or an actual person that worked in that business. It was somebody peripheral to someone, and that's how they got taken advantage of. So, and then you also want to go to a reputable, reputable firm. You probably, you know, and this is totally up to you. You might want to stay away from, um, you know, mom, mom and pop type, yeah. you know, oh, this is my first time, my first go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, let, 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 let you get a few years under your belt and manage some yeah. real, then I'll come talk to you. But yeah, you, you, you just want to be really, really careful because at the end of the day, it is absolutely like your money. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah. I know, it's big words, too. Like, no, relax, I'm just, like, yeah, I, I just, you know, you got to know this stuff. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's everybody should know it. It's not even it's not even necessarily. I've had, you know, we're here near the, the military base and a lot of my clients are military. A lot of them are Raytheon. And there's strategies for people, even college students, that you could take small amounts of money and um, and invest it on a, in a continual manner. And it grows exponentially over a span of time. So it's not it, investing and, and putting money away. It's not necessarily for just rich people, but obviously the more you have, the more you need to pay attention to. Yeah, appreciate it. I mean, you, you said that uh, this is a, I mean, this company and this uh, ATL Wings, it's a rapid growing mm-hmm. company. And uh, I mean, ATL Wings is a huge supporter of me and Noah. So like, what, what, what can we do to help a local business? I mean, just the word of mouth, you know, the five-star reviews, the five-star reviews, not, not four, four yeah. definitely not you less than four, five, five, we need five, <laughs> fives only, don't even look at the review page if you're not willing to leave a five, I'm just playing, but I'm not playing, um, but yeah, you want to, you, you know, just support, it's just, it's just like anything else, like if, if, like, you know, fans come, cheer, want you guys to do well, you, you feed off of that. You know what I mean? If there's nobody at the games, you probably play really, really well. But it does make a difference. Somebody's in there cheering, you got your back, they want you to do well, right? So same thing here. Like, you know, we need, we need the support of the community, people to come in and, and be positive and enjoy themselves. And if there's something wrong, we absolutely are gonna, we're going we're gonna to fix it. We're going to do our best. But at the end of the day, we know that we have a top product. We know that there's not a lot of competition in this lane that can, that can actually do it as well as we do it. Yeah. And so we take pride in that. And so we, we truly invite people to, to share, with, share that information with others. Like, hey, I went there. I loved it. You should go there, too. Yeah, I 
Y'all not you know, bring your friends and family. Bring the team. Bring everybody. Yeah, we might have to make it a uh, post-game spot. Well, yeah, do that. <laughs> you see, we got it. You know, we turn the music up. We put the, whatever y'all want on the TV. And actually, you know, okay, y'all can't really see this, but we can, you know, plug in the PS5s and all that. Oh. Yeah, we've done that. Game oh, nights. Shoot. Oh, yeah. We do all that. Yes. I like yeah, that. Yeah, we do all that. We, talked, we were talking to you yesterday. We were talking about... Uh, this past season that just happened. Yep. Uh, got a lot of Cincinnati fans in here, huh? Yeah, it was weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> there, a, a, a unit from in the army was stationed there. All the Cincinnati stationed here, and just as as luck would have it, they just happened to start showing up a few at a time. And the next thing you know, it was you know ten of them. Then it was fifteen, and then by the, and as Cincinnati kept getting better and better, more and more of them kept showing up. Yeah. And then come Super Bowl Sunday it was a complete madhouse in here. I mean, oh, so the Yeah, man. It um so the halftime show for instance, right? So everybody w- went nuts. We turned it all everything was turned all the way up. And then for some reason uh, when Eminem came on, I guess it's close enough to Detroit, but every last one of them knew every word to the the Eminem song and they just erupted like in, <laughs> in unison. You know what I mean? The whole the the Eminem and it was it was really we, we got a few videos of it. It was really cool. But, I mean, just the energy and everybody's laughing and having a good time. That's really what we're about. ATL stands for all the love. So a lot of people think it stands for Atlanta, but it actually doesn't. It stands for all the love. And so that's really what we're about. Like, that's why we have, you know, a nice vibe in here. We, you know, we, we really welcome people in. We say goodbye when they leave. We check on people just because we want you to have a good time. It's a good idea here, then. Yeah. Real life. I mean, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I never ate over here yet. I yeah. mean, he has. I, I haven't ate over here. I'm gonna have to. Oh yeah, we got uh, you right now. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah get in there. ATL wings. I gotta get those biscuits. I'm oh yeah. Biscuits. Yeah, man. They, they like in the last what two days about 15 biscuits. Oh, <laughs> 15, what, 20 what, biscuits. What would you say is the most popular thing on the menu? Well, so this is so me. You know, I'm kind of like you know expert level, whatever's past <laughs> expert level at this point. Um, so you know, you get you get your wings. You know, if you like them crispy, go ahead and tell them you like them crispy. If you like them saucy, tell, tell them you like them saucy. We'll do whatever you want. You like flat, you like drums, t- say that. You know, we'll do all that. Um, but then the next level thing is like when you really start mixing the, the sauces together. And a lot of times we learn that from the customers. Like they'll come in and say, can you give us lemon pepper mixed with medium, which is actually really, really good. Or citrus chipotle mixed with lemon pepper. Or, you know, and it's, you can start really getting creative. And so... Really, when we say we got 22, 23 flavors, really we have almost unlimited flavors because you can mix a bunch of sauces together and you can kind of make it your own. And it just takes, you know, trial and error. You just got to keep trying. Another thing we do here is you can just, you know, we'll give you a little taste of the sauce so you can try it before you buy it. Before this, before this, were you a wing guy? Oh, yeah. So you, you you were familiar with the game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was your thing coming in? What was your flavor? So... I was kind of on, like, I don't really go for that hot stuff. I don't really do you that. Like at all. Me no, either, I don't, like, yeah, I don't I'm do like, it. I don't really understand it. I don't know why you, um, why are you hurting yourself? Why you do it? If you, if we had them. If you like them, knock yourself out. Um, but no, I'm, I'm more about the, like, the kind of the either sweet and savory or savory. I, I like, you know, so coming in, I was kind of like a, uh, like, kind of like the orange chicken Asian type yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now the lemon pepper is amazing. The sun special, all that ATL actually is really, really good. But that's more my lane. I'm definitely not, you know, a burning hot yeah, wing type of guy. You know what I mean? Me flavor. I like honey barbecue. Honey barbecue works. works. Yeah. That's regular, basic, but yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah. Honey barbecue spicy. works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's funny because I don't, I don't hardly, I never, I ain't gonna say never. I hardly ever eat the same 
thing in a row. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like one day I'll do, like uh, there's a brother came in from New York and he mixed lemon pepper and honey together, which I had never heard of that. And it was yeah. fantastic. It was great. So, you know, you just got to try some stuff and see and see what you like. Yeah. Chicken and waffles. Yeah. Chicken and waffles. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's another thing that we're doing. Um, the we we're we're adding things to the menu on a regular basis yeah. too. So I mean, it's kind of like you might come in and see something, you might see something on there that that you wouldn't expect, right? You know. So it's just you following us on Facebook or Instagram or Google or Yelp. You know, we'll post all that stuff out there, or just coming in and you'll see the difference. So so let us know. Bone in, bone out. Me bone in. Bone in. I do eat boneless. Yeah, you can't knock. It. I boneless do eat boneless, easy, easy. but yeah, it's easy. Like nah, if I just want to eat something real quick. Bone but girl. but boneless bone in yeah I'm, I'm a I'm a uh, most of the time it's gonna be an extra crispy all drum situation all drums you don't like flats what's good what do I do I do the flats, flats too but I'm flats. I'm a little clumsy so like sometimes you know you try to spin the flat try to spin the bone out and then the, the chicken will go flying so I've learned my lesson you know you got you know depending on what you're wearing you don't want to you know a, a, a honey barbecue wing landing on you know what I mean so with the drums you know you don't gotta you don't gotta worry about that. Do you play any sports? Man? I used to. I used to. I uh, I played basketball. My mom wouldn't let me play football. I was really good at football, actually. But mom wouldn't like. I remember junior. I remember the day. Like it was. I was seventh grade, junior high, walking down the hallway, and I hear cleats behind me. And I look and I see all the guys with their pads and their cleats. And I was like, When did football <laughs> practice start? Like when did the sign up? And then I went home and she was like, Yeah, they sent me the thing, but I didn't want you to play. So. Yeah, she was on. She was on that. So I just played basketball, basically. Who would have one You and your brother? Uh, well, you talking about now or then? <laughs> <laughs> I could probably get him now. Um, <laughs> then I, yeah, that, he was six, seven in seventh grade. So that's crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah. He he looked like that, except two hundred pounds less, in huh? literally in seventh grade. Like me, I you know, I was probably a little bit shorter than this in seventh eighth grade, and you know, grew throughout high school, but you know, my style of play was more like Dennis Rodman. Like you know that. what I mean? I was more like defense, rebounds, block just shot. Know that you give them buckets. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You giving them buckets. But I had you know I had the super hops though. You know, I don't yeah, I don't buddy. know I don't know exactly what it was, but it had yeah, to be buddy. at least forty. It had to be at least forty. At least forty. I could give you I could bang any however you wanted it. Forty? Whatever you needed. <laughs> Whatever you need. <laughs> you, you, you can put yourself to Dennis Rodman. We was having a little uh, discussion earlier about Scottie Pippen versus uh, LeBron James. Who the best defender ever in NBA? I would say Rodman. For sure. That's easy. Psychopath, that's man. Easy. He, he, if easy. you could guard Shaq, then. You know what I mean? How tall is Rodman? 6'8". You know? They, they might have given him a little extra. Yeah. He's probably like 6'6", six, 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 half. And you know, after all those games, that fool wouldn't worked out. And then like party till party. Yeah, the noon, and then slept for an hour, and then went and played the very next night, and gave you twenty rebounds. So, so you you compare yourself on the field? I mean, on the court, right? Yeah, not <laughs> off. The, yeah, not <laughs> off the court. I was making not off the right? court. No, I ain't wearing no wedding dresses. I ain't riding no motorcycles. No, yeah, Dennis can keep all that. But no, just you know, as far as like hustle, determination, and all that, you just play hard. Just go hard. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I, why you know why are you gonna be out there if you ain't gonna go hard? You know what I mean? With that, with that, with that, wrap it up. Appreciate ATL Wings for the mass support hosting yes, sir. this live show. Y'all hey, go follow them on Instagram. Yeah, go follow oh, yeah. them. Come check out ATL Wings, East Broadway. All the love, LUV. Appreciate y'all. We appreciate it.
Cool. That wraps it up for this episode. I appreciate y'all tuning in. One more time, I want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Crest Insurance. For your home, auto, or business, make sure you turn to the team at Crest Insurance and then our host, ATL Wings. ATL Wings is a family-owned and operated business which started in Chandler, Arizona in 2012. The original owners, Mike and Sienna Kersey, established the company with the goal of defining how wings should be made and served. Investor Timothy Williams saw the vision, believed in it, and bought in. He is currently one of several franchise owners in this rapidly growing company. Fun fact, ATL stands for all the love, L-U-V. Oh, L-U-V, I like that, I like that. Thank you to all the fans. Uh, showing up, appreciate y'all, Tucson community, we love y'all, all the love, ATL you Wings, you already know what it is, appreciate ATL Wings for hosting us, and we appreciate you for tuning in on Island Time in the Desert, with Noah, and T-Mac, my lord, shoot! This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.